What's up, Let's world? Go. What do you do when <laughs> devastation invades? If you know the truth, it'll make you free. How do you move on? And whom the sun sets free, day, your life is free indeed. 24 hours, everything has drastically changed. As difficult as it may be, we must if evaluate what is lost and what is lost. Trapped in the bondage of what you used to Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. It's Pastor Free, and listen, I'm mega excited that you're locked in to another Free Indeed Friday. Please be sure to share with your friends and your family. Get them logged onto the podcast, and all y'all gonna fool around and get a blessing. Listen, there's a word designed for you that very well might set you free. Hey, I want you to have a good laugh today. This one is called Day After Christmas. The pastor was looking over the nativity scene the day after Christmas when he noticed that baby Jesus was missing. He went outside and saw a little boy pulling a new red wagon. In the wagon was baby Jesus. Walked up to the boy and said, hi there, where did you get the baby Jesus? The boy answered, honestly, in church. Why did you take him, the pastor asked. Well, said the boy, I prayed to the Lord Jesus and asked him for a red wagon for Christmas. I told him if he gave it to me, I'd take him for a ride in it. <laughs> that's cute. People, a dope tune to change your whole day. And that's what I'm trying to do. Let me play this for you real quick.
Bless his name, bless his name, bless his name, yeah! 
Hey family, that was Reverend Lawrence K. Thomas and the Voices of Faith Community Choir from Houston, Texas. Be sure you stay on the lookout for them. All right, family, I want to jump into the segment we call Free on Facebook. What it doozle, people? I trust and believe that this finds you blessed and enjoying the favor of God. Let's get right into it. Let's do On it. January the 8th, 2018, I posted, You will lose your mind trying to figure out how people who have done you and so many others wrong are winning. Uh -huh. God reigns on the just and the unjust. Just keep being faithful. It ain't fair. But when he does it for you, it won't be fair either. Hashtag, Hashtag free rent. All right, so check it. I'm a human being just like everybody else yep. out there. And I'm sure that this was one of those days when I was feeling real human. <laughs> I had probably received word of somebody's promotion or God blessing someone else. And in my humanity, I was probably comparing their effort, their anointing, their giftedness to mine and wondering why them Which and not me. I know most of you are super spiritual. You don't have these kind of moments. But the truth of the matter is, I do. There are moments when, just like most people, I sit back and I contemplate. When will it be my turn? When will God do it for me? When will I be acknowledged or recognized for my contributions? I'm sure there's somebody out there right now that as you're listening, you completely understand what I'm talking about. God showed you a vision for your life. He made promises that he planned to fulfill in your destiny, but it seems seems like what you're seeing each and every day is not what you saw. It's not what God promised. It's not what God has shown you. And unfortunately, although it's not happening in your life, you're watching it happen for other people every day. Every day. They seem to have a blessed marriage. Members are joining their churches in droves. Their business is doing extremely well. They have a new automobile every year. These are just things that you've observed from the people around you. And as much as you want to celebrate their victories the reality is you keep asking yourself why not me why when not? will it be my turn oh my god mind? as you can see this particular podcast is not for those who are faking and shaking and not yeah. keeping it 100 it's with yourself i'm talking to real. those of you who 100 know what it's like to feel the anxiety the anguish the frustration and even the anger toward god because it seems like you're losing you're well listen god gave me a couple of principles that I pray will be beneficial and help you through your season of suffering losses. If I specialize at anything, it's at surviving those moments of devastating disappointments. Oh, yeah. And so I just want to share a couple of principles with you. Let me call this podcast today, How to Win at Losing. It doesn't make sense, but it's going to make sense in just a minute. How, How to, to win, win at, at losing. losing. The truth of the matter is that as people of faith, we've got victory even when it seems like we're defeated. And you got to get that down in your spirit that no matter what it looks like, no matter how frustrated you are, no matter how behind the eight ball it feels like your existence is, you have victory anyhow. Until you can get that settled in your spirit, you don't have a chance at winning Not at losing. Chance. So I need you to get that settled in your spirit right now, today, in this moment. Go ahead and say it out loud. I've got victory I've anyhow. Got victory you didn't anyhow. say it loud enough. Say it with your chest. I've got victory. Anyhow, whether I'm sick in my body, whether my bank account is depleted, whether people are scandalizing my name and talking about me on the highways and the byways, I've got victory anyhow. 
first of all, because victory, victory is, is a, a matter, matter of, of perspective. perspective. I need you to hear me real good. Victory is a matter of perspective. It's all about how you see yourself and your situation. Many times when we feel defeated and we walk around as though others are winning and we are losing, it's simply a matter of how you're looking at the situation or your present predicament. Do you see losses as victories or are you looking at victories as losses? Sometimes it's simply a matter of how you're viewing your particular predicament. Real talk, Real talk. Perspective, perspective is everything. Is everything. You know that old adage, yep. it's whether or not you're looking at the glass as half full or half empty. There are people who've got cancer in their body who are still celebrating God because they're still alive. That's a matter of perspective. There are people who are homeless who would literally say, but at least somebody showed up to give me uh, uh, something to eat or put some coins in my hand. It's a matter of perspective. There are some people who have a marriage that's full of hell and drama, but they say, my spouse is still alive and there's counseling available for things to get better. That's a matter of perspective. What are you looking at? Are you looking at God or are you looking at the problems? Are you looking at the solution or are you looking at the issues? It's all a matter of perspective. perspective. If I'm too busy looking at what God is doing in somebody else's life, I'm probably not giving proper attention to what he's doing in my life. Mind yours. Furthermore, if I'm so busy evaluating how God is moving for them, I'm probably not doing what's necessary in my own space to receive the blessings and favor of God. What work am I neglecting because I'm too busy looking over the fence? I'm saying to you, friend, it's all a matter of perspective. And there are some things that I simply may not be able to see. If I were able to see the struggle that goes on behind the scenes in my neighbor's life, I may not be so anxious to exchange places with them to have what they have. I don't know the frustration, the pain, the private tears that they cry behind what looks like favor. It seems like they're winning, but in some instances, if they were to be honest, they would willingly give up what they have for peace of mind. And so, it may seem like God is doing me wrong. It may seem like God is neglecting me. It may seem like God has closed doors in my face. It may seem like others are ahead of me in the race of life, but if I can find peace in where I am, it's possible that what looks like losing is actually winning. It's all a matter of perspective. A healthy perspective says I may not be driving the car of my dreams, but I have an automobile. Perspective says my ministry may not be as strong as my brother up the street, but at the end of the day, I've got a handful of people who love me and call me pastor. Perspective says we are not living in the mansion of our dreams, yet and still we're living in our home. It's not a house, it's a home because there's love here. My marriage is intact. My children are healthy. They may be getting on my last nerve, but they're healthy and all is well. That's a healthy perspective. A healthy perspective says I went to the doctor today and got some bad news. The doctor said if you don't start XYZ, then you're going to have to deal with 
ABC. And the truth of the matter is that's more good news than it is bad news because the if says that things are reversible, things are addressable. And the truth of the matter is maybe my health issues are because I've been negligent in the past. But God is giving me the grace and the mercy to address things differently right now. That's a healthy perspective. Healthy which perspective. means it may seem at face value and on the surface that I'm losing because there are these negatives or at least things are not 100% the way I want them to be. But possibly I'm not losing. I'm winning because I have opportunities for improvement. And though things are not as I wish they were, they're still far better than far I deserve better. for them to be. Yes, which Lord. leads me into my second Thank thought. You, God. This part right here is going to ruffle your feathers. It's going to make you feel some kind of way, but it's all good because I'm in it to win it today. I'm just trying to get us delivered and healed so that we can live our best life. Here it is. I want you to understand this. None, None of, of us deserve, deserve to, to win. win. Most of our frustration comes because we're looking around, we're looking at our neighbors, we're watching other people, and it seems like they are winning. And we're asking the question subconsciously, God, why them and not me? Well, the answer is simple. None of us, none and of I us? mean none of us, not you, not us. your mama, not your dad, none of us deserve to win. Now, I know that goes contrary to popular opinion in every book that you've ever read in the empowerment and inspirational section. Uh, but the reality of this life is um, we mess ourselves up by thinking we deserve opportunities. My Bible tells me that the wages of sin is death. death, and all of us are sinners, so all of us deserve death. All of us have made mistakes behind the scenes. All of us have failed to prepare in certain areas. All of us have caused some moments that we should have maximized to go untended to. And so why is it that we think we're so special that we deserve to win? When God causes any of us to win, it's a matter of grace. When God causes any of us to be successful, it's a matter of his favor. It's never a matter of us deserving it. I heard somebody say that that success is when opportunity meets preparation. And sure, that's absolutely true. Prepare yourself so that when opportunities come, you can maximize those moments. Be but sure the truth prepared. of the matter is, most of us, although we may prepare, we are never as prepared as we should be. We've never done everything as correctly as we should. We've never gone that extra mile every single time so that we deserve the blessings of God. Because the truth of the matter is, none of us deserve the the blessings of God. We deserve his wrath. We deserve his judgment. It's his blessings that are given to us out of the abundance of his grace. And if you were to be honest with yourself, there are moments that you were sleeping on the job. There are moments that you've sinned against him. You did those things he told you not to do and My then Lord. you didn't do what you know he told you to do. So what is it about us that makes us think we deserve anything from God? We need to stop lying to one another, telling each each other girl you deserve it after all that you've experienced all you've been through you deserve it no none of us deserve anything God deserves our glory he deserves our best he deserves our time he deserves our thanksgiving but we don't deserve anything that he gives us it's all a grace gift
When I truly understand this principle, I stop whining about what I don't have and start rejoicing about what I do have. Talk, because sir. I understand that whatever it is I do have is not because I earned it. It's because the God who loves me and is rich in mercy gave it to me. The moment I start complaining about my apartment, I'm saying I'm better than the person who sleeps under a bridge. No, I'm grateful to God for my apartment because I understand that I don't deserve even this. I'm winning because I could be homeless, but God has graced me with this efficiency. To God be the glory. I truly believe that the consumer mentality of our culture has by and large made us some ungrateful people. We begin comparing ourselves to the abundance of other people and it causes us to not be grateful for what God has done for us. If I'm comparing the size of my house, if I'm comparing the price tag of my car, if your shoes got red bottoms, then I stop being grateful just because my shoes have bottoms. When the truth of the matter is my grandparents walked to school and walked to work with shoes with holes in their bottoms. Why can't I just be grateful for whatever God has done in my life? And then maybe I stop looking at what I don't have as losses and realize that everything that I do have is a win. I'm winning because I'm breathing. I'm winning because I'm walking. I'm winning because people love me. I'm winning because I'm employed. I'm winning because I still know what my name is. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. The money on your mind. <laughs> and the truth of the matter is, even though I don't have everything I want, I have to step back and realize I don't deserve what I have. I'm going to go cut across the field today because I kind of got that feeling that y'all ain't really trying to feel me on this. I got one more thing. I'm going to give it to you. Then we'll move on. Because the truth is, somebody's out there saying, Pastor Free, I hear you. I'm listening to you. I got you. I don't deserve to win. I understand that victory is a matter of perspective. I got all of that. Cool. But my problem is, Bobo, we were born at the same time. I put in more work. And Bobo seems like he's getting ahead. That just doesn't seem fair. If I don't deserve to win and he doesn't deserve to win, then it seems like the playing field should be even and God should bless the one who is more deserving if neither one of us are deserving. I hear you. I got you. I completely understand. I've lived in that space almost my entire life. What do you do when you open up Facebook and the person who you feel is less qualified than you is the one receiving the promotion. What do you do when you get word off the grapevine that so-and-so is on her fifth marriage? Now, she done cheated on the first four, but God keeps on opening doors and providing husbands for her, and you can't find a man who don't live with his mama and put his name on the orange juice. What do you do in those instances? Well, I'm glad you're asking the right question. Here it is. You've got to remember. I want you to get this deep down in your shondo. You've got to remember, if you're going to win at losing, you've got to understand this. Everything, Everything in life is seasonal. I want you to hear me real, real good, family. Everything in life is seasonal. seasonal. Victories are seasonal. seasonal. Failures are seasonal. seasonal. Rejoicing is seasonal. seasonal. Mourning is seasonal. seasonal. Gain is seasonal. seasonal. Loss is seasonal. 
seasonal. seasonal. The word of God says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 that there is a time and a season for everything under the sun. A time to mourn and a time to rejoice. A time to live. A time to die. A time to squabble and a time for peace. Everything in this life is seasonal. So I've got to understand that even my season of struggle, this moment that seems like I'm behind the eight ball, like I'm losing, like every opportunity is passing me by, like everybody else is being blessed and favored while I'm sitting on the sidelines in the stands of life spectating other people's successes. I've got to know it's It's just just a a season. season. God is doing something in me. He is producing something in me. He is pruning something out of me. He is purging something out of me that is preparing me for the next season. Perhaps it is not me waiting on God to do it. Perhaps it's God waiting on me to shed some things that I can't take into my tomorrow. Perhaps God is waiting on me to mature to the fact that I won't mishandle or misuse or abuse the blessings that he plans to give me. But be clear, clear. next season is predicated and dependent upon what God is doing in my right now. While it feels like I'm losing, God is probably setting me up for a win. Oh my God, I believe I'm speaking encouragement into somebody's bones right now that has gotten angry with God, felt like throwing in the towel, contemplated suicide, or walking away from your assignment. Friend, don't you dare give up too soon. Learn how to win at losing. Learn how to master the art of the waiting room. Know that God has greater for your later. Understand that even the struggles, the pain, the hardship, the rejection, the frustration, the loss that you are enduring right now is only positioning you for what's coming in the next season. And you need to be also aware of the fact that there are some who appear to be in a season of winning. Uh, Just like the, the psalmist said, in Psalm 37, you understand it looks like they're winning, but their end is an unexpected end. They'll soon be cut down like the grass, and there are some people who rose fast, but will be cut down like grass. Bars. They'll be cut down like grass. They'll go through this moment where it seems like they're riding high on the hog, and everything they desire is at their disposal. But what you will discover is that there will be a rapid decline. There will be a quick falling away. They'll go through a season where everything will start to make sense. And so the question is, do you want a slow, steady, sure path to success? Or do you want a quick rise that will ultimately lead to a quick demise? Friend, it's all seasonal. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to just wait on it. (laughs) And when your season comes, just gracefully and gratefully walk into your season. I don't know who this word has been for besides me. Uh, Because truly I'm encouraged by the reality of the fact that it may seem like I'm losing. And it may seem like others are winning. But when I've got it in proper perspective and I understand that I don't even deserve the victories that God has already given me. And when I understand that victory has to do with my vantage point. That it's a matter of how I'm perceiving my lot in life. And then finally to understand that life in and of itself is seasonal. Sometimes we're going to be down. Sometimes we're going to be up. Sometimes we're going to be extremely popular. Sometimes people will forget all about us. It's all right. 
Maximize your moments. When you're in your winning season, do whatever you can to prolong it. When you're in a season that seems like you're losing, be grateful. Learn the lessons of it so that God can deliver you from it. This is just a quick word to somebody today to help you to win. On Free and Deep Fridays, I try to expose you you to some dope music that maybe you've never heard before. In the words of Eric Bellinger, this gonna be your favorite song. (laughs) Gotta keep my eyes on us on the prize. Never a second back Straight to bay with God 
So listen, if you're being blessed by the ministry in any way, won't you go ahead and pass that blessing along? Invite your friends, your family, even your enemies to follow Free Indeed Fridays on podcasts and to follow us on all social media outlets. This is a way for you to be a part of something big. Listen, friends, if you've been blessed by this podcast, you need to make your way over to our website, www.freetheletterindeedministries.com. On our site, you can find everything from movies to live recordings and studio records. Uh, Also, my first book, God Wants Me. You can follow us on all social media outlets. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Our handle is at free, the letter N, deed. M-I-N. Please believe we got some amazing things in store and you don't want to miss one moment of it. So go ahead and follow us. Like do it like right now. Like go check it out. Like 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 right now. Right now. Hey family, I'm super excited because we're working on a new project that we'll release on Palm Sunday. A hip hopera called Do G's Get to Go to Heaven. I'm retelling the gospel through the contemporary eyes of the repentant thief Dismas that died on the cross next to Jesus. Help me spread the word and get prepared to see something that's going to bless your life.